Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Steve Hirschfeld. Today's a special day. It's Tuesday, an Employment Matters podcast. We do what's called Travel Tuesday. That's where each week we get the chance to dial in our members from around the world to share with us what's it like to do business in their jurisdiction. Today, we'll be learning more about the great state of New Jersey, and I'm pleased to welcome to the show, Heather Broshin, a partner at Dave Pitney. Heather, how are you today? I'm great, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. Well, you know, I'm excited to do this because I'm actually from the Garden State. Well, not really, sort of. I was born in Newark, New Jersey, and so certainly what I know about that is I was born there. I know about The Sopranos. I've seen that show several times. And of course, your native son, Bruce Springsteen. Those are two of the famous things about your state. But if I'm a company overseas that are looking to move to a place like New Jersey, it'd be fun to kind of know a little bit about the lay of the land. So tell us what New Jersey's like. Of course, Steve. Well, I am a Jersey girl at heart, born and bred here, so I know a lot about the Garden State. New Jersey is a state, for those of you who don't know, that's located in the northeastern part of the United States. There are 21 counties in New Jersey, and we have 565 municipalities. In the northeastern part of the state, there are counties that surround New York and are considered part of the New York City metro area. But we're also lucky that the counties in the southwestern part of the state border Philadelphia. So we have the benefit of not only all the wonderful towns in New Jersey, but we border two really large metro areas. And for those of you who who don't know, New Jersey also has 100 miles of coastline on the Atlantic Ocean. So the Jersey Shore is a great place to visit. And the state also has a lot of beauty. But in terms of the population and in terms of businesses, because that's why you're listening to this podcast, New Jersey, albeit we're a small state in geography, we are a mighty one. We are densely populated, bordering on 9 million people. Women make up more than half of the population, slightly more. And we have really diverse demographics. People living in New Jersey and working in New Jersey are well-educated. There are many four-year colleges, engineering colleges, medical schools, law schools. And we have a giant labor force, over 4 million people. We are home to Fortune 500 companies. I'll talk about in a little bit, tell you about some of the industries in New Jersey. We have lots of large employers. And New Jersey is just really a terrific state for businesses. The state, the governor, the legislature, they're always looking for ways to incentivize businesses to open in New Jersey. One thing that I think is worth mentioning to companies or individuals interested in New Jersey is that New Jersey does have a reasonably significant labor union presence with about 8% of the private workforce in New Jersey being represented, which in the United States, that's on the higher end. Great. So tell us a little bit about the industries. First of all, what are the hottest industries right now? Where, Where are most of these companies that are doing well? Where are they employing them? What kind of businesses? Sure, Steve. Well, a lot of the big names that you're hearing about these days, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, are pharmaceutical companies. And New Jersey is very well known in the life sciences pharmaceutical area. Big names like Pfizer and Merck have presence in New Jersey, as well as many other pharmaceutical companies. And in addition to big pharma who are manufacturing and doing research and development on drugs in New Jersey, there's also device manufacturers, We have teaching hospitals and very large hospital systems. We have a real growth in the home health services industry here. 
So everything you can think of in the life sciences arena. In addition, like I said, there's manufacturing. Because of where New Jersey is located, its proximity to so many states and hubs and the fact that we have a really busy seaport and a large international airport and proximity to the New York City and Philadelphia airports, we have really big distribution, logistics, and transportation systems. That's a big area in New Jersey as well. In addition, financial services, it's not just across the water in New York City. Jersey City is booming with new businesses in the financial services industry. New Jersey throughout the state has big banking presence. Insurance companies also, Prudential and Chubb, have have locations in New Jersey. New Jersey really runs the gamut. We have retail and food and beverage, in addition to all of those, those other areas as well. So, Heather, one of the things that a lot of folks outside the United States don't quite get is that we have this kind of crazy system, both federal and state labor employment laws, and that you have to comply with both. And a lot of people know about my home state of California being a little out there, you know, sort of what most people perceive as very pro-employee. What's New Jersey like? Like, how would you rate it in the country as to how pro-employer it is, what it's like to do business from an employment perspective, how hard or easy it is to hire and fire? I mean, is there a meaningful difference in New Jersey versus other states? I would say that New Jersey, there is a meaningful difference in New Jersey, like California and like New York. There is a lot of legislation designed to protect employees, and it's extremely important that employers that start doing business in the state are aware of it, because it's a major pitfall for new businesses that come to this state. New Jersey, albeit starting with the basics, New Jersey is an at-will state, so terminating employees, yes. On paper, you can terminate an employee for any reason other than an unlawful discriminatory reason. However, In New Jersey, there are a host of other laws to be cognizant of that are broader than federal law. So there are more protected categories and and areas that you can't jump on to terminate an employee. We have our own whistleblowing statute in addition to a more expansive anti-discrimination law. New Jersey has a higher minimum wage than the federal minimum wage at $12 an hour right now for employees who are paid hourly and considered non-exempt from overtime laws. New Jersey also provides its employees with certain statutory benefits, which not every employee in the United States is entitled to. And what I'm talking about here is there is a mandate that employers provide short-term disability insurance to New Jersey employees and what's called family leave insurance, which is they contribute to a state system, but employees can avail themselves of this family leave insurance benefit when they're caring for a newborn child or caring for an ill family member. Parts of these laws have been amended to be more expansive to cover some of the COVID-19 issues. But New Jersey has these statutory rights. Oh, and I would be remiss to not mention that we also have a mandatory sick leave law, which requires that employers provide at least one hour of paid sick leave for every 30 hours worked to employees up to a maximum of 40 hours. So New Jersey is is definitely out there in terms of providing these protections to employees and ensuring businesses need to be aware of it. One of the other things worth mentioning more recently, New Jersey, the governor during the COVID-19 pandemic was really on top of ensuring that workplaces were as safe as they could be, issuing executive orders with various restrictions on working from home and otherwise. And so it's important for employers in New Jersey to keep abreast of what's going on from the governor, from the legislature, because it is constantly evolving. 
So speaking of COVID, Heather, I know people outside the United States, they read like the New York Times and the internet and see that some states in the country, particularly in the South, have some laws that forbid mandatory vaccinations. Does New Jersey have anything like that? And what is the trend there with companies on whether mandating the COVID vaccine? So New Jersey, I have seen, at least in comparison, has been on the forefront of pushing vaccinations among its population. We've done a really good job in the state of having the population that's eligible be vaccinated. And as a result, our COVID-19 numbers have come down. The governor has also put out policies and statements suggesting that employers take the lead in getting employees vaccinated. There is nothing in New Jersey that would impair a company from asking if people are vaccinated and requiring it as well. There's always this overlay like there is anywhere in the United States that you need to be sure that you're giving exemptions and considering whether somebody needs a reasonable accommodation for a disability or a sincerely held religious belief. But in New Jersey, mandatory vaccinations, without a doubt, are at the forefront of employers' minds. And I would say the trend is that a lot of private employers are mandating vaccination. In the public sector, it's being mandated as well. Great. So if I set an operation up in New Jersey, am I guaranteed to run into uh, Bruce Springsteen, like just on the street if I walk around? I wish, right? I wish <laughs> I would see Bruce Springsteen walking around or Bon Jovi, one of my favorites as well, too. Well, this was a great discussion. Thanks so much, Heather, for your time. Thanks for having me, Steve. And if you'd like to connect with Heather, you can do it easily. Just click on her bio. It's in the description of this podcast. And please visit ela.law to receive invitations on our upcoming webinars, to download white papers and on-demand content, to find lawyers anywhere you need it, and maybe most importantly, to get free access to the Global Employer Handbook, which is a 50-state, 100-country compliance manual on all HR laws. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of employment labor lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Steve Hirschfeld. Thanks so much for listening.